In a world full of noise, it's harder and harder to stand out and fight for attention. But we know your message matters. We are visibility hackers and we're here to help. This is Visibility Hacking Radio. Corey and Jojo, I always love chatting with you guys. And we did a lot of talking about listening. We did a lot of talking about sharing our struggles and being vulnerable with our people, opening up in that way. But my big question to you guys, my follow-up for you guys, is what do you guys do to prepare to listen? Before you walk into those conversations or those moments where you're getting vulnerable, what do you do? Do you prep yourself mentally somehow? Do you have a mantra you share with yourself? What do you do to make sure that you are ready and in, in the best condition to listen? Let me know. Molly, that is a fantastic question. Your question yes. was, how do you prepare to listen? And ooh, if more people did that, we would have some good conversations. Be pretty amazing. Um, I think there's three different categories or three different levels of listening. You have to evaluate. Are you listening with an everyday conversation? Are you listening when it's a tough conversation, whether it's my finances or children or whatever, just something that's hard, tough, uncomfortable? Or are you listening when there's conflict or when you need a solution for something? Um, so three different levels. So let's. I'll start with the first one. Everyday conversation, I think the things you do to prepare for that is – Eliminate the distractions, so that would mean cell phones, computers, tablets, um, just being distracted any way that you are. Get, when possible, get face-to-face -face so you can look the person in the eye and really see their facial expressions and just remind yourself to keep your mouth shut so you actually hear what is being said, that you can listen and understand. And then, um, so everyday conversation, it's pretty simple, just make sure that you act if there's action that needs to be taken. If they ask you a question, make sure you respond with an appropriate answer. If um, that becomes important, especially in a relationship with a husband and wife, one might ask for help with something else or help with the kids, especially if you're in different rooms. Um, if you don't respond with appropriate answer or in appropriate time, your significant other is going to feel like you're not listening or what they have to say is not important, they're not valid, whatever it is. So just be in the same room, respond appropriately to if there's a question that's asked, ask um, follow-up questions if necessary, remind yourself, keep your mouth shut so you hear what is being said, and also eliminate distractions. And then I would add to that by saying when we are having those difficult conversations, right, and you need to actively listen and you need to actually have something to respond with, listen a little longer like Corey had said. So don't be thinking about how am I going to respond. Listen to what they're saying and then respond. It kind of goes back to that hitch, you know, in the movie Hitch where he's like, listen, respond, listen, respond. That's exactly it. You listen to what they're saying and then you respond. You're not thinking about what you can come back with. You're not thinking about what's next. You're not thinking of how you're going to end the conversation. You listen and then actively respond. And then the second thing is, too, if it is a difficult conversation, let's say that um, you want to talk about finances with your companion, right? That can be a very difficult conversation. Needs to happen, right? We all need to talk about those things, but they can be very difficult. So when you are going to be planning on a difficult conversation and you know that listening is needed and it, it is involved, the best thing that you can do is plan out what topics do you want to have covered and ways that you're going to be able to listen to them already have what you feel like is important to cover. That way, when the person is talking, you're actually listening to them and you're not thinking of what you're going to respond with. 
If you already have a plan of things that are important for you, you already know that after they're done talking about that section, you can address that sec the next section, right? So that's one of the biggest things that we see is couples just jump forward and they just move in, but they're not hearing each other. That's why arguments start because they don't actually hear each other. And with the tough conversation, plan it out, schedule it, make sure it's a time yes. where you both can have the conversation where you can feel your feelings and share your feelings without being hurt, that you're not tired, you're not hungry, you're not hangry, you're not... Yeah. Um, be distracted with the kids. When you need to have a tough conversation, have it in an environment where it's safe, where it's calm, where it's quiet, where you can listen what is being said, what you can share your emotions. And another thing um, with, with the difficult conversations, don't just say, I need to talk and then jump yeah. right into it because- The we need to talk does not work. So you need to give your partner a, a heads up, share with them. Hey, I've been thinking about this. I have a few things on my mind. Can we talk about it over dinner? Can we talk about it after kids go to bed? Or whatever whatever phrasing makes sense for you. But don't just say, hey, can we talk? Or I need to talk to you right now and slap on a tough conversation right there. Because sometimes we need to, you need to prepare. We for need that. to prepare. And when you do know a tough conversation is coming, work through some of your emotions. What are your thoughts? What are the things that you've really been bearing? What are some of the things that you would like to say, but you wouldn't say because you're afraid they're going to hurt someone's feelings or that you're going to be rejected or discredited. Process some of those and think of a way that you can do it in a soft, um, soft approach. Like I'm feeling this instead of you're that. So tough conversations are, are must are mandatory, but if done poorly, it can cause a fight. If done properly, it can cause to a great connection. Mm -hmm. And the last scenario I mentioned for listening is if there's a complaint or a conflict or there needs to be a resolution to a problem, something like that. And we call it the love zipper. Love stands for, is an acronym for listen, observe, voice, and execute. So the way that the love zipper works to resolve problems is instead of complaining about you never do the dishes the laundry's so full and all you do is stay up and play video games when you have your days off, whatever. That's just a complaint. That doesn't solve any problems. So if the problem is that I go to grad school, I work, I have a hard time keeping up with the house, we need to work together as a team. If that's the problem, if Joe told me, oh, you play video games all day, you don't carry your load, you're, you're a deadbeat dad, like that would just be a complaint and that would really be a problem. So the way that the love zipper works is whoever has the problem or is initiating the, the concern, don't start with the complaint. Start with the solution and say, hey, the house is a challenge. I would like to keep it clean. I, I struggle when things are chaotic. Um, it's hard for me to think clearly. Let's figure out a way to make sure we have a schedule. And so that would be the solution. Let's schedule something out for the housework. Jojo would say that to me. And so not a complaint, but a solution to the problem. I will listen carefully to what she has to say. I will observe her body language, her facial expressions. I will just kind of get of a feel. Did she say what she wanted to say? Was she honest? Was she feeling safe that she said and expressed her emotions, listen and observe that. And then I have the opportunity to voice my concerns or voice additional ideas I have to make the solution work or add to it or enhance the solution. And then you execute the plan. And the reason 
the execution is important because now you both have a solution to the problem that you both can buy into that is not a complaint. You've came up with a solution together. And so you just go back and forth sharing your ideas and sharing how you would add to the solution. And that's why we call it a zipper because it starts with one, it goes to the next. And by the end, you have your two individuals with one solution and they both bought into it. So if it doesn't happen, then you can go back to the drawing board. So listen, observe, voice, and execute would be how you solve a problem. You prepare to listen with solving. So there's your three ways to prepare to listen. Yeah, we love you, Molly. And I hope this helps everyone. And just remember, keep your mouth a little bit quieter and just listen a little bit longer. And you wanted a question back, Molly. So my question to you is, as a leader of a significant movement, how do you prepare to listen to the needs Ooh. of your team members how do you prepare to allow your team members voice to be heard and implemented in your business boom thanks molly oh i love that question oh thank you Corey and jojo for sharing that i love it the love zipper the struggle boss come on these two are great so my the answer to their question they're asking how do i prepare to listen to the needs of my people well that has to do with building it into how i run my business overall i am constantly looking for those opportunities to hear the voices of my people we're always asking you guys to put your thoughts down in the comments we read through each and every one of them we're constantly getting you guys to post your stuff in our lovely facebook group because we want to hear what you guys have to say we want to see what's out there um, and we're constantly listening for the things you're not saying those obstacles that we know that you're going through but you won't admit it out loud because we've gone through those too. Those kind of mental roadblocks where we don't feel like we're good enough. We feel like we have that imposter syndrome or whatever. And we don't want to admit to the world that we're struggling with something. But in reality, it's those, those obstacles, those darker parts, those, those pain points, those struggles that we really need to share with our people. We really, we really should be talking about these more because we're all going through those. <laughs> And from a marketing perspective, that is what's going to help us connect deeper with our people, sharing those stories of relatability. So I'm listening. You're listening. Let's keep listening.